Hey, Outcomes Rocket Nation, Saul Marquez here. I wanna talk to you about practicing virtually. Fullscript is a virtual dispensing platform that helps practitioners dispense professional grade supplements and improve patient adherence from anywhere. For example, when you write a prescription, it's sent directly to patients via text or email. And when they place an order, the supplements get shipped right to their door. It has the most comprehensive catalog of products and has adherence tools like refill reminders and auto reorder. It's loaded with features like EHR integrations, patient wellness content, evidence-based protocols, and adjustable profit margins. Best of all, it's free. So try Fullscript today. If you're considering adding supplements to your treatment plans, visit fullscript.com rocket for an extensive guide on supplements and drug nutrient depletion and interactions. Visit fullscript.com rocket. Welcome back to the podcast. Saul Marquez here, and today I have the privilege of hosting John Erb. He's a chief executive officer and chairman of the board at CHF Solutions. Their specialty is fluid management, and Mr. Erb has 40 years of experience in the medical device industry and executive leadership and financial management. Today, we're going to cover the unique way that they're approaching fluid management within the ICU and beyond to help with critically ill patients in a time that they need it the most. And so, such a pleasure to have you here with us, John. Thank you for joining me. It's great to be with you. Thank you. So, you know, obviously a tremendous need for ways of taking care of, of patients in, you know, with multiple conditions. You guys are, are hyper-focused in fluid management. And so I'm curious, before we dive into the meat and bones of the interview and what you guys are doing there, I want to learn a little bit more about you and, and what inspires your work in healthcare. Oh, I've been in healthcare over 40 years, uh, all medical devices, and it's very, very rewarding for me personally because, you know, I'm working on something that's helping physicians have better tools to help their patients. And it, it's really fun when you can relate the product you manufacture to helping feel, people feel better, get better, get out of the hospital sooner. So very rewarding uh, area that I get to work in. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. It's a great opportunity to add value. And today with COVID upon us, I mean, there's just so much that needs to be done and, and re rethought. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you and, and CHF Solutions is adding value to the healthcare ecosystem. Well, first and foremost, we're manufacturing a product that's making a difference in uh, primarily fluid management. So uh, patients that... Uh, have too much fluid or have fluid on the lungs uh, or after a surgery where they put fluid on them to take that fluid off uh, effectively and quickly uh, gets them out of the ICU sooner, gets them out of the hospital sooner. And uh, that, that's the primary focus of our business. It's at that fluid management area. So, uh, John, incredible work here. And so the opportunity for fluid management is pretty broad. Tell us a little bit more about it and how exactly you guys are, are helping in this regard that's different than what's out there. Sure. Well, let me take it in two steps. First, pre-COVID-19, what we're basically focused on is critical care patients, pediatrics, and heart failure. In critical care, a patient that goes through a cardiac procedure that's on a heart-lung machine, uh, maybe having a cabbage procedure or a valve repair or an LVAD placement, 
they add like four to five liters of fluid to that patient to take up for the extra volume that's going through the heart-lung machine. At the end of the procedure, all of that extra fluid goes back on the patient. That extra fluid is actually taxing to the patient's heart and kidneys as it's just been gone through a cardiac procedure, as an example. Um, would they need to get that fluid off? They need to get them uh, fluid off before they can extubate them or take them off the ventilator. They need to get the fluid off before they can take them out of the ICU. So it's an important process in reversing, again, it's that fluid management, but it's reversing the amount of fluid that's been put on the patient. In pediatrics, it's very important because a lot of the children that uh, they're using Aquadex on, their kidneys are not functioning properly. So you can't give them dialysis because uh, the dialysis is actually cleansing the patient's blood. Dialysis requires a fair amount of blood extracorporeal, over 100 milliliters of blood extracorporeal, really 100 to 300 mLs. And a lot of these little kids they don't have that much blood. Their blood content is much less. So they're using Aquadex because we only require 40 milliliters, less than an ounce, uh, less than a shot glass of blood is Mm. required to run the equipment. So that's the value in pediatrics. Now to jump to COVID-19, how we're helping there is that when a patient is on a ventilator, that ventilator affects their heart and their kidneys. And that's one of the reasons where now they're seeing that this uh, disease is affecting patients' kidneys, and now they're looking for dialysis equipment to come in and support the kidneys. Again, dialysis is a fairly um, robust process, uh, running at uh, 300 to 500 milliliters of blood per minute from the patient to go through the dialysis machine. It may take off and may filter anywhere from 2,000 to 300 milliliters of blood per hour, so it's fairly aggressive. These COVID-19 patients are on a ventilator are very sick. Mm-hmm. And again, it's very taxing to their heart for that much blood to be extracorporeal or outside their body. With the Aquadex, we actually only are taking off 40 mLs per minute, and we can filter um, anywhere from 50 to 500 milliliters per hour. So it's very gentle way, and you can dial in very precisely on what you need to take off. So these COVID patients, they're on the ventilator because their lungs are filling with fluid. So the lungs aren't operating properly. That's why they're on the ventilator. So they're also getting drugs. They're getting drugs intravenously. So they're adding fluid to the patient with the IV. So what we're doing is helping, again, to balance that fluid management. As they're putting fluid on, we can take fluid off. As they're really sick, we can take it off much more gently than a dialysis machine. So a lot of nephrologists that are treating these COVID-19 patients, they're balancing between a dialysis treatment and our treatment so that you free up the dialysis machine for another patient. So we can take off the fluid. The dialysis machine takes off the waste products when the kidneys aren't functioning properly. So again, it's a tool that they're using to free up some machines and do it more gently. Also, it's real important around resources that are required. Typically, a dialysis machine requires one-to-one nursing support. So basically, a nurse is involved with that patient directly while they're being dialysized. With uh, Aquadex, our device, it's a four-to-one nurse ratio. So in other words, one nurse can manage four patients or four different machines at the same time. Again, because it's a very gentle, very simple way taking off excess fluid. 
So Dr. DeVita at Lenox Hill has talked about not only does it save money on resources with nursing, she has fewer nurses exposed to these COVID-19 patients by using the Aquadex in between dialysis treatments. Wow. That, that was probably a long explanation. I hope that was straightforward enough. It, it was. And the explanation was necessary because, you know, we're really going through some distinctions around what's available for fluid management. And it seems like dialysis is kind of an all or nothing thing. You guys fall in in a less aggressive way. Is there anything else like it out there? There is not anything else like it. In other words, uh, what we're considered is the therapy is ultrafiltration. Mm -hmm. And there is no other device approved in the U.S. that's just focused on ultrafiltration. That can be run by an intensivist, an anesthesiologist, a cardiac surgeon, a hospitalist. Uh, they're all approved to use our equipment, again, because it's very simple, straightforward to use. A, uh, a dialysis machine or a renal replacement therapy machine can also take off extra fluid, but it requires a nephrologist to run that equipment. So it's very specialized. Um, and again, the renal replacement therapy machine or a dialysis machine is much more complicated, a lot more blood flow outside the body, requires that one-to-one -one nursing. So that's really how we're differentiated. But to answer your question specifically, there's no other device in the U.S. approved for just ultrafiltration like the Aquadex is. Well, uh, fascinating. I mean, this is educational for me as well, John, because yeah, as you know, we, we talked before the podcast, my mind went straight to dialysis. And so now you're adding these distinctions. Um, how many people know this, this even exists? I don't know. I mean, do people know about it? Well, there's a fair number that know about it, not near as many as uh, I think could benefit their patients. Yeah. We currently I'm have thinking. about 140 hospitals in the U.S. that are utilizing uh, our equipment. Um, there's a little over 250 consoles that are in those hospitals that are being used. And the product itself is, uh, is a razor and razor blade model. The console is a piece of capital equipment. It's not really expensive. It runs about $30,000. And then there's a disposable blood filter and collection bag that is the razor blade that basically is used once per patient. So one time use per patient and it's disposable. Um, so that's basically how it's used. Um, and again, it can be used in heart failure. In, it's approved in pediatrics, approved in critical care. It's now branching into burn and into uh, liver disease and, and liver transplant. Getting out there, you know, we're a small company with limited resources, uh, limited direct sales force, limited marketing budget. Uh, we kind of uh, finance it as we go and as we grow. Um, I'd love to have a treasure chest and the word would get out much quicker and it would be available much more uh, available than it is today. But we're getting there. We're growing. Wow. No, I mean, this is, it just seems like such a, such a great niche and the specific benefits that you highlighted in the COVID-19 era, you know, we're dealing with, you know, four to one nurse ratio is outstanding, right? You don't have to have your nurse sit there uh, with this patient constantly. And then the usability 
thing seems super interesting to me as well. I mean, rather than just having a nephrologist be the only one that could conduct this, now you have intensivists and anesthesiologists and cardiac surgeons. And I mean, this is just kind of a no-brainer. And then the last one being, well, it's less aggressive. So you talked about being able to I guess titrate wouldn't be the word, but I guess manage how aggressive or less aggressive it would be. Can you tell us a little bit more about how that works and what those parameters look like? Sure. Again, on the console, the -hmm. physician, uh, basically the physician prescribes the therapy and the nurse runs the therapy. Mm -hmm. And on the console, you dial in the rate of blood withdrawal, and that's anywhere from five milliliters per minute to 40 milliliters per minute. And blood mm-hmm. withdrawal is as you're removing blood from the patient. It goes through the filter, the excess fluid is separated from the blood, and the blood is returned back to the patient. That blood is outside the patient's body uh, less than a minute. So that's one of the reasons it's very safe. Very small amount of blood, and it's outside the patient uh, for a very short period of time, and it's returned to the patient. So they can dial in the rate of blood withdrawal, and then they also dial in the rate of fluid with removal from the blood. And that can be anywhere from 50 uh, mLs to 500 mLs per hour. And they can be very specific on how much blood they're taking out at a time and how much fluid they're removing from that patient. And it's a great tool for the physician to be able to be that specific on how they treat the patient because every patient is different. Every patient has different needs. You can have a 300-pound man that is uh, overweight, uh, fluid retention. You know, 100 pounds can be fluid retention. You can be pretty aggressive at the rate you withdraw, remove that fluid. You can also have an 80-year-old lady that weighs 110 pounds, and 10 pounds is fluid retention, but it's only in her lungs. Then that's what causes some breathing distress. And so you want to be very gentle with how you take it off. Um, You know, the standard of care today is diuretics. They use drugs to try to take off that excess fluid, short of dialysis. Mm-hmm. Most everybody would be uh, get a diuretic dosage. But diuretics, you can't dial in what, how much water, how much fluid you're going to take off that patient. You right. start with a low dose. If you don't get fluid off, then you titrate it up and you go up until you start getting something. Or 30% of patients are refractory to diuretics and they don't work. Mm-hmm. And those folks, if they don't go to Aquadex, end up going to dialysis. And most patients, once they reach that point where the kidneys aren't functioning and they have to go to dialysis, stay on dialysis. It's really a difficult to deal with just doing it with drugs. Wow. Yeah. And it just, it's not as precise and you don't know the effects. What an interesting uh, lay of the land. And John, thanks for going there with me. I know it's it's probably a little in the weeds and folks, you're like, okay, I don't know about these measurements and top and bottom. But for those of you that resonates with, you're probably, you know, a, a medical caregiver and thinking, wow, this thing is really useful. And, and a lot of times when you look at technologies like Aquadex, it takes that, that clinical buy-in in order for a system to understand its value. And then that's why I wanted to go down that path. And John, I appreciate you helping us understand the, the parameters that this uh, technology offers caregivers. Glad to do it. I hope I didn't go too deep. <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. You gave us exactly what we were looking for. So as we think about you know, improving outcomes, 
doing things better. You, you highlighted the four to one ratio, but is there anything else that maybe you could share about how you guys have helped some of the hospitals you're already in? You said you're in 140 plus hospitals. Yeah. Now, not all 140 today are treating COVID-19 patients. I would say today we probably have 10, 12 hospitals that are really battling this and looking for that additional help and support. And uh, what we're doing is we're not asking any questions, not asking for a purchase order. If they need a console, we ship them a console. We actually today have over 20 loaners out to hospitals to help uh, treat these patients. So that's one way we're wow. trying to help is that we're not- that's amazing, John. The business, although, you know, we figure in the long run, you help people, the, you get paid back. Yeah. Right now, that's really what we're focused on doing is uh, getting the consoles available to whoever needs it when they need it. We also recognize that hospitals um, are under financial constraints right now. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of their business is in those procedures which uh, are not considered mandatory that they have to do. So they kind of go on the back burner while they dedicate time to these COVID-19 patients. And We've extended uh, payment terms for those that have made purchases. And uh, I mean, normal, our day sales outstanding have been excellent at like under 30 days. Uh, Hospitals are pretty good paying customers, Mm -hmm. but uh, some have asked for terms up to 120 days, which we've extended. So we're doing what we can. You know, part of the issue we have as um, a supplier, we have a sales force, uh, not a big one. We have 14 sales reps Mm -hmm. and we have 14 clinical specialists. Mm -hmm. So that team of 28 is really what we consider our field sales organization. Today, they're not allowed to go into the hospitals. I mean, the hospitals are trying to protect our folks by not letting them in, but also they don't want anybody bringing any potential COVID-19 folks into the hospital. So the support that we're providing, we're doing it by Zoom or by by phone, by any way we can to support them in getting um, machines up and running, getting people trained. Uh, We've actually set up a training session in Zoom where our clinical specialists can train nurses on the equipment with Zoom. So those are kind of some of the extra things we're trying to do to help out as best we can. Well, I think that's a phenomenal work that you and your team are up to, John. Uh, certainly a company that I would want to do business with um, with the, <laughs> within the times. You, you know, when you have tough times, you see the true character of people and companies. So uh, great to hear that you guys are, are working the way you are. What would you say, I mean, COVID-19, gosh, I mean, it's one of them, but what would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you guys have experienced, and what was a key learning that came out of that? Boy, um, you know, as a small company, I wouldn't call it a setback, but a challenge mm-hmm. is financing the growth. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's that's a challenge. We're a micro cap company, uh, so you know, again, a very small company. So raising money is always a challenge, and we've been successful in raising money to uh, keep us growing but uh, would love to have more uh, capability, both from a uh, sales standpoint, uh, training standpoint, uh, clinical uh, specialist standpoint, because that's really where you bring the greatest value to the hospital when you can get in there and actually train the nurses, talk with the physicians, train the nurses, you know, go through the uh, hospital administration for the capital purchase and all of that. But you have to be part of it 
and there to do a good job. Um, I kind of shifted there a little bit. You know, again, I think that probably the greatest challenge is continuing financing the business. For sure. Yeah. And look, for anybody listening to this, uh, you have a clear understanding of what CHF solutions, you know, what John and his team are up to. Does this fit into your portfolio? And is there an opportunity for partnership, uh, distribution, potentially, or whatever? John's open to it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why we do what we do here. You know, we, we, we get the word out on technologies like John's that people may not know about. A sleeping billion-dollar company, potentially, that, you know, it's, it's the right time. So, uh, John, love that you put that out there for folk and listeners. Take action if, if this is something you're interested in. John will provide his contact information, best way to reach out to him and his team here at the end. What are you most excited about today, John? Geez, most excited about building this business. Yeah. Um, th- this has been uh, a challenge, but that's what makes it fun. So we're helping people, we're helping physicians. Um, there, You couldn't ask for uh, more reward than what we're getting by just being uh, available and having a therapy that's meaningful to uh, to these folks. So yeah, no, that is exciting. That is exciting. And so again, I really appreciate you walking us through what you guys are doing and how you're doing it. Fluid management to do it in a more fine tuned fashion is is key. Well, you know, outside of business, or maybe it's a business book, what, what book would you recommend to, to the listeners, John? Well, I, uh, I love books. I buy books regularly. I think I'm uh-huh. Barnes & Noble's best customer. <laughs> and, uh, a book I just recently got that I'm just getting into it, which I'm enjoying at this point, it's called Successful Aging. And oh. uh, the subtitle is A Neuroscientist Explores the Power and Potential of Our Lives. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there in age and, you know, it, it caught my attention when I thought, well, if I'm going to get old, I hope I'm successful at it. So <laughs> I love it. That's a great, uh, great recommendation, John. And, and folks, you know where to go. Outcomesrocket.health. In the search bar, type in CHF Solutions. You'll find our entire interview with John, the transcripts, uh, the links, and so let's uh, let's definitely uh, take them up on exploring this this uh, fluid management technology. And John, what would you say your closing thought would be? And then after that, share the best place that the listeners could uh, get in touch with you. Sure. You know, my my closing thought is that we're all going through a huge challenge right now. Ninety um, percent of our employees are working from their home. I think successfully. You know, thanks to text and cell phones and Zoom, uh, you know, we can stay in touch, but but it is a challenge. And it's uh, more of a challenge for a lot of folks that the uh, economic issues that are present today, um, you know, we're fortunate that we've lost business during those procedures that are not being done right now, but we're fortunate that we're also being able to help by getting product for treating the COVID patients. So there's, there's a balance there. And uh, I just, I think that uh, there's a bright light at the end of the tunnel. I don't think the end of the tunnel is that far away. I think we all have to continue to look to better times and get back to normal uh, sometime, hopefully not in the too distant future. And we'll put this behind us and, uh, you know, life will be good again. Uh, Great message, John. And so for anybody interested in partnering or even hospitals looking to acquire a piece of your technology, uh, what's the best place for them to reach out? 
Well, you're welcome to reach me directly. And my email is john, J-O-H-N dot herb, E-R-B at C-H-F hyphen solutions dot com. Or they can reach the company through our website, which is www.chfsolutions.com. So uh, either way, uh, anything we can do to help or provide information or whatever, we'd be glad to. Love it, John. Listen, uh, appreciate the uh, the education today and also uh, the opportunity to learn more about you and, and the, the extraordinary business you guys are building. Thank you so much for the work you're doing here to help us all through COVID-19 and, and beyond. Well, you're very welcome. And thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to hear about it. 